ever buy your plugins from Plugin Boutique? If it's your store of choice, why not visit using our affiliate link so that we get a percentage of the clams from the sale without changing the amount you pay? You can find that link on a4ppodcast.com or in the episode description, alongside affiliate links for Loot Master's sample packs and Loot Cloud subscriptions. Nice! Welcome to Appetite for Production, two very naughty boys who like to talk about <laughs> plugins and doors and other weird things that are happening in the world of music production technology. Yeah, I love music production, James, and music tech, don't you? Who are you, James? Oh, oh that, uh, too many questions. My name is James <laughs> Russell. I uh, do things with plugins all day, baby. Yeah, you work in the music tech biz, and I'm Tim Cant. I'm a quote-unquote content creator, sorry. We've got a load of new releases and cool things to talk about today. A lot of synths happening. And oh, good! I like synths. Some in unexpected ways. We oh. could we could brand this as a synth special. It's the synth special, everybody! Explosion noise. Synth special. But we're not going to. Oh. So it's just episode ninety-one. All right. Oh, wicked! Well, that's cool. All right, we took a little break. We took an extra week off but since the last episode. Yeah, how did it work out for you, James? It was good, actually. Uh, it's not that we have to go very deeply into my recent holidays, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's do it. When we took some time off at Christmas, it was a good time, but I didn't fully switch off, I felt. Uh, but this time, I had like 10 days off, and I definitely switched off very quickly, which was very nice. That's good, because you can't just press the standby button. You've actually got to unplug yourself from the mains as well to properly turn off, right? Always sage advice from you, as usual, Tim. Because if the light's on, you're still you're still on, right? <laughs> I, I have no idea <laughs> what you're talking about. Mm, yes, I uh, enjoyed taking a week off, but I still feel incredibly stressed. So, uh, yeah, well, let's just see how it goes, right, buddy? Yeah, well, I hope no one sort of was hanging off a ledge waiting for our <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> episode last Sunday, because uh, it was delayed until now. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. But to be honest, if... If your life depends on Appetite for Production podcast, you mm. have bigger problems. Yep, yep. You need to really see someone. <laughs> yes, yeah, see a specialist, for God's sake. And don't just listen to a psychotherapy podcast, okay? <laughs> see, and actually, plus, this isn't the psychotherapy. Hey, this isn't the psychotherapy podcast. On, only one of us is a trained psychotherapist. <laughs> Who is it? See if you can work out as you Ooh. listen to the rest of this episode. But what have you been up to in the, in the time off? I wanted to unplug, metaphorically, mm. and do stuff that wasn't music related. Ooh. I mainly wanted to lie in bed and not and stare at the ceiling, which I did quite a bit of. But also, I wanted to chill out and play some retro video games. Unfortunately, my fat PS3 died, which is what I play my PlayStation 1 and 2 on. So I went down the rabbit hole of retro gaming, which proved to be almost as stressful as actually doing a job. What, basically. Games, what games were you uh, hoping to play? Well, look, this is the thing. When I'm burnt out, James, I like to play the Burnout series of video uh, games. Yeah, you've it's, said that it's before. It's a synergy, basically. You see what I'm saying? Mm. I really wanted to play Burnout 3. It's it's a hassle to play it these days. Obviously, I'm playing the original Xbox version on the Xbox 360. Yeah. That goes without saying. I mean, yeah. But the thing is, James, 
It displays in 169, but it's got a stretched HUD in that mode. Obviously not ideal, We've right? We've all had that problem. <laughs> Everyone knows about this. So I wanted to go down the PlayStation rabbit hole and everything. Turns out you can't just plug an old PlayStation into a new telly, mate, because mm. it looks like shit. <laughs> um, so, and you can't buy the good stuff to plug it into new telly because there's a worldwide shortage of stuff because of the flipping pandemic. Oh, they're always the retro gamers are the victims. <laughs> I know, and they're always snapping up all those, all those cables or whatever it is and adapters with their greedy little mitts. So I went down the flipping rabbit hole of uh, trying to find a way to play some PlayStation 2 games. There are many suboptimal ways of doing it, of which I chose one, yeah. um, which is I got like an HDMI adapter and it doesn't it doesn't even upscale it, bruv. Do you know what I'm saying? I know. So, OK, you plug it. <laughs> you plug please, it please tele- don't explain. OK, I'm not, I'm not going to explain. Look, the upshot of it is I was playing Outrun 2006 coast to coast on PS2. 16-9 ratio. It's also got a stretched HUD. That's the punchline. So, <laughs> so basically, the moral of the story is don't bother trying to enjoy yourself or have fun because it's a load of hassle and it, it'll never be right and, and it'll never be what you want. And you'll end up with a stretched HUD. I know, look, <laughs> look stretched HUDs are just either... Look, it's guys, you've got to be realistic. It's an occupational hazard. Either, either you're going to have a stretched HUD <laughs> or you're going to be playing in 4-3... Four, four, like a caveman do you know what i'm saying no still <laughs> so so yeah that was timmy's retro console roundup and what about you uh, one of the things i did uh, since the last episode i took a bit of a dive with the synth plasmonic do you remember that probably not because you don't remember anything no i don't remember anything so this is synth we were following while it was in development by uh really by, i don't really remember well you don't follow anything <laughs> the guy who made absinthe do you remember that Yes, I do remember that. And he made a very... Uh, what happened with that? <laughs> very beautiful sounding physical modelling synth with... God, you love physical modelling. That is something I do remember. A few twists. And uh, it was uh, very nice. I was doing a short article about it. So I, I got I got to go fairly deep with Plasmonic. And I thought I could, uh, I could mess with it now, if you like. Oh, go on then. Let's have um, a look. Let, I'm going to have to set up my MIDI keyboard, though, because I'm just not wired for sound right now. Okay, well, you better get on it, buddy. All right, this is Plasmonic, and we're on the Bamboo Shaker preset. Give it a shake, Timmy. Mm. Shake it like a Polaroid pitcher. That sounds real nice. I mean, what's it... How Can about you give us a, like an idea what the patch is actually doing? I was going to go with Garden in the Darkness, but I'm going to... We're just going to have a bit of a patch showcase. I've, I've decided to play Grandfather's Room of Clocks 1. <laughs> <laughs> How many Grandfather's Room of Clocks presets are there, James? <laughs> I'll leave that to your imagination. Okay. Oh, this does sound pretty amazing, actually. Oh. 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 So, let My me s- grandfather actually did have a room of clocks. Let me... Did he? No. <laughs> let me switch a few of these uh, banks off. I'm going to switch off a few of the things that are affecting the sound. And we're going to go with the raw oscillators. Okay. You've got two uh, main oscillators. What are they called? Oscillator A and oscillator B. Oh, wow. So what's happening here? Oh, the other thing that we have is an impulse oscillator, which uh, you can hear thudding in the background. Yeah. 
I can change the level of that, obviously. I can get it to pitch track. Oh, nice pentatonics, Betty. Yeah, well, <laughs> if there aren't five of them, I don't want to know. So there's a lot of very cool choices of waveform here. So, uh, classics, for example. So you're choosing a waveform. You're not, you're not like, hit this... Uh, beam with this mallet. No, vibe. exactly. You're choosing waveforms. So you got classics like uh, saw, sine, squall, all that kind of crap. You know the usual stuff. Uh, all harmonics, odd harmonics. You got a couple of FM types. Here's FM oh. one. Ooh, squelchy. And here's FM two. Sorry about all the bum notes, guys, but. I'm barely functioning human being. I'm used to your bum notes. <laughs> I've got another one for you in a minute. Uh, there's an oscillator called Hazy. Oh. Well, I can't really tell the difference. But... And what, what I'm doing is morphing through the shape knob to uh, give these a bit of a look. It looks like a wavetable, mate. That's it, what it looks like. It's, it kind of is. Hazy uh, 2. Oh, that's some harmonics 1. Oh. And you've got symmetry control, which changes the sound like this. Basically, it makes the waveform more or less sort of symmetrical. A fold control. So there's really no actual physical modeling happening just at the oscillator stage, I guess. You've got these two oscillators, and yeah, it's not necessarily anything to do with physical modeling there. But you have the impulse oscillator. Uh, it's currently set to piano bridge, but I could ch change it to pluck classical. Ooh. Huh? Could change Ooh. the uh, transient. How about a brushed skin? Oh god, yes. It brushes the uh, impulse on its skin. <laughs> Soundboard A from a piano. Oh, clickety-clack. Anyway, then you got a noise oscillator, you got a resonator. Oh, so can we turn the oscillators off and just have the impulse into the resonator? Let's do that, impulse into the resonator. Yeah, now that sounds like physical modeling. Okay, so impulse into the resonator. You got resonance, Ooh. high frequency damping. Ooh. That sounds like physical modeling. Mm. You got Ooh. a transposition. You got imposition and outposition. If you think the synth is being a bit of an imposition. <laughs> yeah. Saturation. Oh. Ooh. That's cool. And frequency shifting. Which doesn't necessarily mess with your root note, but it sort of uh, messes with the, the resonant properties. And of course, because synth, you can modulate all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, I could uh, pop an LFO into the frequency shifter, maybe. But it looks Boom. like you can resonate the, um, the oscillators as well. I hope you like pentatonics, James, because I don't have the mental energy to do anything else. I friggin' love them. We've got a multi-mode ladder filter. Of course you do. Moog style. Now this is cool. Ooh. Ooh. 
I've turned the resonance way up if you hadn't noticed. I hadn't noticed, but I did notice that something was awry. Should we add a couple of oscillators back in? Yeah! That sounds completely horrible now, so I'm going to change the preset. Do it. How about naked belly? Oh, sounds great. Too percussive. Cirilla. Little bell. Down here in the effects, we've got saturation, we've got uh, EQ, and we have three modes of saturation. Flamed maple, Crichton, and warm. Uh, we've got two spaces controls, and basically reverbs, uh, reverbs and delays. You can choose single delay, dual delay, uh, FDN, which feedback delay network, I think. But let's look at some pads and keys. Oh, hell yeah. I'm just going to stop thinking now because that was obviously a bad idea. What have we got? What have you got for me? City flyover. Oh, sounds great. Compose. How about Eliku? That was a bit dystopian. I really want something more euphoric. Let's see how we go with this. Oh, oh, that's wicked. How about Herald? Ooh. Ooh. Oh, pad with a bit of a, a bit of a bell to it. Oh, I like shit like that, mate. You know me. Gravity. Oh. Very much in the absinthe mold. Oh, there. how about this? J pop squirtle. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Let's have some. I'm going to do some wheels. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Uh, one more organic. Oh, I like that. So, yeah, do you like the sound? I do really like the sound. And do you know what? Normally, I'm not that big into physical modeling stuff like you you big perv but this does sound really great do you know the clam okay is it out does it have a clam price tag hell yeah it is 149 clams that's cool is that dollar clams is it or dollars euro clams? and euro clams and uh, yes there is a demo version plasmonic you can go to rhizomatic.fr we'll also put a link in the show notes i think that's really good james well done you've done well this time yeah i liked it a lot Okay, next thing we're going to talk about is Algonaut Atlas version 2. Version 2? Version 2. So, Algonaut Atlas, we talked about it uh, <laughs> way Stop back. Stop gaslighting me, mate. Way back in episode 9. <laughs> oh, God, no wonder I don't remember it. And yeah, I, I remember that we talked about it, but obviously <laughs> I don't remember the content. I went back and listened to it. We didn't say that much about it, to be honest. And because we were so young and naive about how to do a podcast, we were a bit crap and didn't really say what it was. Uh, <laughs> wow, doesn't sound like us at all. What it is, and what it was, and what it still is. And what it will be. Is basically... Uh, you point it towards your samples folder and it works mostly with drum samples and it will uh, splay out mm. your many drum samples into a constellation format with varying colors. All the claps together, all the snares together, all the kicks together. 
And Just like XO, which came out loads after it then, that we thought was revolutionary. Is that right? Exactly. Okay. I mean, we didn't... Yeah, I, I think I probably name-checked Atlas when XO came <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. I did love XO. We, I had played with Atlas already when XO came out. Uh, I think XO offered more in terms of sequencing and stuff like that. Uh, but Atlas definitely, definitely deserves a, another shot and a bit more coverage from us. Mm. Because A, is really good. B, it came out before EXO, so it's mm. their idea, I guess. I mean, <laughs> not that anyone owns ideas, but they did get there first, and you got to give them credit. And C, cheaper. How many clams? 99 euro, uh, dollar clams. That's pretty good. It's very good. So I have already pointed Atlas at a my samples folder, and you sent me some drum samples as well, because I... Uh, not really a sample collector. Oh, I am. So we've got a few drum samples here. It has automatically detected them. We have some kicks. Sound like kicks to you? They sure do. It's done a cracking job <laughs> identifying them. Fair play. I'm going to switch it so where I just have to mouse over and it will oh, play okay. them. Hi-hat closed. They're in this little blue continent over here. Mm-hmm. Clave and rim. Sounds like rims to me. Yeah. How about a few snares? Bonk, bonk, bonk. Oh, you're falling down the stairs, James. What's going on? <laughs> tambourines. Nice. We could do with more tambourines, really. Uh, open hats. What's that little consonant between tambourine, tambourines and snares? Ooh, so an unclassified, undesignated continent. Let's have a look at it. Half snare, half tambourine people. It's claps. Oh, it's claps. It oh, yeah, it says claps when you mouse oh, over. Oh, zoom in. Point. Okay, okay, okay. Fair enough. We got some hats, we got some rides, and we got a lovely uh, inviting section called Other. Shall we demo <laughs> a few of those? Yes, dare we. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we're You've grooving. Got a very eclectic selection of drum sounds there, James. We're grooving already, Timmy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> do, 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 do. Do. Do, do, do. <laughs> Let me just point out, this is not what Atlas is designed to do. Yeah, yeah. It's designed for use by proper people, not us. Yeah. But as you can imagine, what you can do, it's got this huge constellation of different colours with all your different sounds categorised in different continents. And you could take out... Oops. Nope. Sexy. <laughs> let's do a comedy sketch. You could take out, <laughs> let's say, a kick, and you could drop it into this 16-pad drum pad network. Oh, uh, okay. So we've got the kick. Maybe, Is that a different kick? I want something bigger. Yeah, yeah. Something that people can hear yeah. when they're listening to a podcast. Less subby, more, more mid-range. There you go. Okay. Um, snares. Let's just do one of these. Can you tune them? Yes, you can. I'm getting to that, yeah? <laughs> Let's get some hats. Okay. Uh, hat one. Hat two. Two different hats, so, so vain. I have mapped four samples, kick, snare, hat, hat, to my uh, drum pads. Wait, which is which is the higher hat? Ooh. That one sounds a bit shakery, that other one. It's less attacky. I don't care, Tim. Oh, it's so important, transients. Next thing. Oops. <laughs> Hold on, let me, ju- let me just go. Whoops. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to head to the sequencer. Oh, yeah. Okay, right. Let, let's just walk over to the sequencer. Let's press play. Ooh, what the hell's going on? 
I'm going to program in some kicks. Where's this music coming from? I had it prepared. Oh, wow. Okay, here we go. Let's grab our hats. Oh, so sexy. And we can go into this mode where we are... What would you call this? This is like weird laid-back lounge shit. We need to turn up that shuffle, James. I'm sorry, it's got to come up. Hold on a second, I'm just pitching the hats. Oh, okay. And we'll probably take the gain down on the hats. So I am in the sample editing functions now that we have something. Shuffle. It's calling out to us. It Let's, is. Let me just move my cursor towards the shuffle knob. <laughs> Ting. Is it 16 note shuffle? Because that's not going to do anything for us. Mm. No, we can't. Okay. Don't worry about the shuffle. Unless you want to program in some crazier hi-hats. Um... No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got this uh, mirror edit mode on, which uh, means that I can make a Ooh. program something in one bar, and it will reflect in all the other bars if I've I wish to. I've got to say, that little swung 16th note, that is doing it for me, by the way. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I think that uh, that hi-hat is uh, a bit too long. Mm. And so I'm going to edit it in the advanced mode. I'm going to bring back... Whoops. Come on, James, you can do it. Oh, I like that. Clipped. So we got a sort of ADSR-ish envelope on this hat. And you can change the pitch of the sounds and stuff like that. It's cool. Also, I like how the drum samples pulsate when they play. Yes, in the 16 pads, yeah. The drum samples just go boom, boom, boom. It's not, you know, it's not really very scientific, but it's cool. It's like a little heartbeat. Let's head back to the map. Uh, Now the map, back to the constellation of lovely sounds. Okay. Which also pulsate as they're playing. I've now put it into Galaxy View, <laughs> wow. which uh, looks a lot uh, sort of cooler, and you can Makes see. Makes me want to play Elite Dangerous. <laughs> let's uh, let's mess with some of these sounds. Let's grab. Are you going to replace it with something? Are you? Yeah, I want a little bell thing. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Bell step is what I call this. Let's change the amplitude envelope of this bell. We'll see you're you're messing with the bell end. Yeah. <laughs> I'm removing the end of the bell. <laughs> oh man. See tuning bells is hard, bro. It's because of the inharmonics. Well, let's swap that bell for something else. What about some shakers? Mmm. Are you going to go for something crazier? Yeah, shakers. Oh, yeah. Nice. I think that still needs a bit of its end cut off, if you will. So you're messing with the end of the shaker now. Got it. So you've got all you need for drums to get a really solid thing going. You can pop them on the pads, you can play them with MIDI. Yeah. Uh, you can sequence them. Um, we've only sequenced four drums here, of course. 
We could mess around with the other samples, of course. <laughs> oh, yeah, you need that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's getting sequenced. I could get it in there. I think here. <laughs> Look, it shows you that it's the one loaded in there, buddy. Yeah. Oh, it's quiet. It's quiet. Turn it up. <laughs> Filter it. <laughs> I think we should change the pitch so it's really low. Do it. <laughs> I feel like you're really gilding the lily at this point, <laughs> mate, to be honest. That is my middle name. <laughs> lily. <laughs> Anywho, uh, Atlas definitely deserved a second look, uh, maybe from some professionals instead of us. But <laughs> it's a really good uh, thing to use. Uh, I, I am outspoken in my love for XO, and I do very much enjoy XO. It comes with a lot more sort of sounds baked into it. But this is way cheaper, and it's by version 2, it's got a hell of a lot of the same kind of things you can do with it, capabilities. XO can be a bit overkilly with its uh, sequencer. Yes, yes. I do appreciate, I like the way this has a simple sequencer. It also, it's got all the bits that you really need. You know what I have to say about that? Hmm. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, James, do you like this enough to give it a warm embrace? Uh, and a hugged? Oh. oh, sorry, oh, everybody. Dear. Right, here's something that's really going to get you in a good mood. Oh, really? No. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you know, every so often a product comes out that, uh, well, it doesn't necessarily come out, but it gets... Uh, exposure and the product has been sort of conceptualized one that uses midi no oh, is this going to be some midi ball or ring or belt or something is it a little like that i i'm, I'm thinking that this happens so often that we should probably have a name for these a corner for it yeah some kind of midi corner maybe midi midiculous uh or mediocre midi manipulation uh, i can't think of anything maybe else. cross midi with abomination <laughs> abomination <laughs> right uh anyway midiculous uh can you no i'm not gonna make you guess because that's just gonna prolong your Go, agony. give me give me some clues no no oh, okay you're just gonna do it it's a midi scarf what <laughs> Well, I wouldn't have guessed that, I tell you that much. Yep, it is called Knitted Keyboard 2, because one wasn't enough. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's watch this video, and mm. if you can hear the video over us groaning, mm. it'll be nice. Now, to be fair, this isn't that stupid, and it's not necessarily... No, it is that stupid. This is not necessarily a product that is for sale. But it has, oh. been, it has been developed. It's almost like a sort of experiment. It is by someone, Mandy Wikakasono, at the MIT Media Lab. So, you know, it is a project. It's not necessarily a Kickstarter, <laughs> although I'm sure it's coming. Or a knit starter. Oh, very good. So, what do you see? Oh, whatever they plugged it into, it sounds flipping great. It's a scarf, a knitted scarf, which looks like a keyboard. 
It's, Why don't I just use a keyboard and have a separate scarf? Well, that's that's what everyone's asking. <laughs> it says, inspired by advances in electronic music controllers and the rich tactile, textural, structural and visual properties of knitted textiles, <laughs> we present a seamless fabrication, seamless. Uh, seamless fabrication and system approach of textile-based deformable and gestural mm. interface for musical expression. Mm. I've got a deformed gesture for you, James. Um, oh, it's a knitting machine. It's a shot of the scarf itself, the, this very one, being knitted. So is this some kind of conductive wool, I guess, is it? Yeah, and that's the interesting thing, because, you know, I'm sure I couldn't make a scarf out of wool. I mean, sorry. <laughs> I don't think you could I, make a scarf. Well, yeah, I, I couldn't make a MIDI keyboard out of wool, let alone a scarf. Yeah, right. Or the so other is way. is this the same material that you have on those gloves, gloves that let you use your smartphone? I don't know or care. Oh, okay. But uh, the the wall itself is sort of conductive, and this thing is MPE compatible. Oh, well, if you're going to make a scarf, it might as well be MPE. And supposedly, it can even sort of... Hold on, let me read this text. Read some more text. By leveraging... (laughs) Read this text properly. By leveraging digital knitting process. You like that? Mm. With electrically conductive, capacitive, and piezo-resistive fibers and fabrics, we have developed a customized... Why do you have to say customized? Five five octave piano-patterned electronic textile that enables intimate, Mm. organic tactile experience and embodied interaction, as well as new sensing modalities. Okay. So almost every word in that sentence is at least seven letters long. (laughs) I've got to say... This video is very relaxing to watch, and I love the sounds being made. I think this guy should... Why doesn't this guy just make some music videos well, and forget the scarf? We're listening to the scarf being played now, and picked up and handled. Let's give it a good thumbing, yeah. It doesn't look like a very good scarf. It certainly doesn't look like a very good MIDI keyboard. <laughs> Doing a nitty... <laughs> Get down to the nitty gritty on this one, uh, <laughs> The knitted keyboard 2 combines both discrete controls from the conventional keystrokes and expressive continuous controls from the non-contact theremin-inspired proximity mm. sensors by waving and hovering in the air, as well as the textile's intrinsic physical sensors by pressing, squishing, (laughs) and stretching the keys in the fabric. Well, I have wanted to squish my MIDI controller, so I guess this is, you know, this thing. It's really going to let you. Here's some play. I mean, it looks like a rolly. But you couldn't do, you can't do theremin shit with a roll. Yeah, he's literally hovering his hands above Ooh. the abomination. <laughs> oh, he's multi-point gestures. Mm. It allows performance performers to compose music, play discrete notes, that's useful, mm. harmonies, <laughs> soundscapes, as well as trigger effects and modulations with virtuosity while experiencing the unique aesthetics and tactile properties of the computationally knitted mm. electronic textile keyboard. Nice. So really, translation, the machines are doing all the work, right? Yeah, wickers. An old lady has not made this. <laughs> oh... Here's some more play. I mean, look, this thing seems to work. Yes. 
if we can believe this uh, video evidence. Oh, playing some drums with a scarf. I want to know how it works. Electrical conductivity fibers. Well, it seems I don't know, man. I mean, it's got to plug into something, right? Oh. Well, yes, obviously. But how how's it detecting the different notes from the? How's it? Because wired. It has different keys, and they're woven with fabric. Oh. So is it like a different wall for each key with a different like resistive property? Maybe, or maybe they're just so separate that it can tell because if it's got to be MPE, there's got to be a certain spectrum behind oh each note God, anyway. fucking hell. Well, this does seem very complicated. Hey, look, this is uh, very good technology-wise, you know? Yeah, it's incredible. From a product design perspective... It's a scarf that's also a MIDI keyboard. Well, this is this is kind of academia world, isn't it, basically? I think if this does seem to be genuinely incredible if they've actually made what they're showing off. Is that's it, pretty impressive. It's a hell of a feat. It uh, is. It is. But I <laughs> and a heck of a neck. It's certainly not going to be commercially successful. I will put it to you now. James, in... 15 months when we're all walking around with big Tom Baker style scarves making mm. ambient soundscapes once again you can look like a flippin' fool yeah I'm, I'm very happy to stick my neck out <laughs> hey well I'm gonna cover that neck up in a lovely uh, <laughs> music making scarf what do you reckon oh it will be the fashion statement of the year I don't know how that fucking works. That seems completely mental. I mean, you can get anything to make MIDI. That's that's what we've discussed many times before. Yeah, I just but I want to see what's under the hood. <laughs> <laughs> Does it work? Oh, God. I'm glad we've done that. <laughs> More synth news. You have a bit more of a perspective on this than I do. Synth 1 has been updated. Yes. I was surprised to see that Synth 1 apparently came out in 2002, mm. which makes it almost 20 flipping years old. Which makes you a granddad. I, am, I could be a granddad. Well, I'm not a granddad, but potentially, I don't know. So Synth 1 is the classic freeware synth that is, is, is the most notable freeware synth in the world, right? Uh, well, I mean, I guess it's seen, it's seen its competition come and go, mm. basically. Pop quiz, James. Oh, God. What real life synth? The Nord Lead 3. So close. Nord, Nord Lead 2. 2. Yeah, oh. yep. very good, though. Uh, that's just from my trivia bank in my mind. Uh, that is pretty impressive, and that will hold you in good stead in a pub quiz someday. Maybe. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's a flipping synthesizer plug-in that sounds really good. I mean, I've never played a Nord Lead 2. So I don't have any frame of reference of how authentic a recreation it is. But it certainly sounds good, uh, just, you know, without context. I'd say it's definitely worth a download. And now it's available. This update is for Mac. The PC version does not need updating. Oh, it doesn't need updating. It doesn't need updating. This new Mac one works on Big so whatever the latest flipping Mac OS update is. Yeah. And now the other versions have been left in the dust... Now I think it's just 64-bit AU, and mm. I guess you can 
You can still get the older versions, I guess. But if going forward, I believe it's 64-bit AU only. Okay, that's going to be of consequence to very, very, very few people. I think it should be of consequence to more people. I think you should get out there and uh, start using Synth 1 because it's great. I downloaded a bunch of... Because it doesn't really come with presets. I downloaded a bunch of preset packs off KVR that I have not installed. Oh, well, that's, that's, <laughs> that's magical. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Also, it's Japanese. So oh, yeah. you're going to have to do some Google translating to work out how to download it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's no one made a kind of English translation of how to download it by now. Well, it's you just go to the website and your browser probably auto-translates it. So. Okay. So there's, there's no reason to have said anything then? Well, I, don't, I just think it's interesting that the dude's Japanese. No, Japan's interesting, let's, right? Let's see if you can dig yourself in. <laughs> Into a bigger hole here. Okay, keep, okay. Keep, keep it's talking. not interesting keep, that the developer's Japanese. Keep talking. <laughs> what, what is it about Japanese people? I find people? most most free plugins are on English language websites. That's all I'm saying. And this one isn't. <laughs> How much time have you spent in East Asia? <laughs> I've really never been there. I would love to go to Japan. I would like okay, to go let's... to Japan and... Sit on a Shinkansen, is that how you pronounce yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, the bullet train. A bullet train on a laptop and make some lovely ambient music with Synth One. I would love that. If someone wants to make that happen, get in touch with the podcast, basically. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be a flood of emails. <laughs> if you want to be my sugar daddy and pay for me to go to Japan, make some ambient music for you on a bullet train, let's talk. <laughs> We've got a, another new synth from Traction. Yeah, I saw something yeah. about this. So, yeah, Traction. Last time we were talking about FFFFM, which looked great. Silly name, but looked great. This one doesn't look quite as impressive. Well, it's got a better name. Oh, well, that's cool. It's called Abyss. Oh, that's nice. Sounds a bit like Absinthe. Is it an Absinthe ripoff? It is brought to you by Traction and a company called Dorsum. Oh, nice. Get it? Like, get, yeah, get yeah it. it's like it's like it's like door. Yeah, and and, awesome. and Dawson's Creek. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it is called Abyss, and the philosophy of the synth is themed around color. Oh, okay. Now you've got a you've got a lot of normal looking synth controls, and then you've got a load of colors beneath, each of which represents a patch, or perhaps a sort of oscillator. It's more like an oscillator, and you have a horizontal bar and you can put one of the colors oscillators on the left one of the colors oscillators on the right and then you blend between them seamlessly it's like patch morphing basically it's right? like patch morphing basically right okay and you can also put uh, more sounds into the midpoint of this horizontal bar so you're scrolling between multiple and say so this is now. just like a like you could tweet you could put change the position on this bar with like a midi knob basically yes you? and then there's the whole rest of the synth yeah, stuff, yeah okay. like lfos and such and such and such and some cool looking effects so i'm gonna i've loaded up the uh, the patch demo video so uh, we can have a look at it discuss it and hear it at the same time this is abyss mm. brought to you by traction and awesome <laughs> Katie Holmes' is favourite synth. Oh, wicked. I've often wondered. It looks like sign vibes. 
It looks a bit like Simon Vibes. It looks a bit like uh, some guys called Wave Casual who were oh, set up and then defunct later. Oh, is this some casualties from Wave Casual? Possibly. You can see the LFOs and envelopes along the right and the, the lights for each one are pulsing. I like it when it does that. And you can see all the... What's very nice is you can see, because it's an MPE uh, instrument, you can see at the keyboard at the bottom where the different notes are hitting mm. vertically and horizontally and how uh, hard each one is hitting with no. larger or smaller circles. Cause that's very cool. They've made a little face there. What do you think about the sound? Or oh, the sounds? Interesting, I guess. I mean, it's not really my cup of tea, but... Uh... I'm sure some people will love it, right? Is yeah. that non-committal enough an answer yeah. for you? Yeah, I mean, basically, when you when you get down to brass tacks, it's a fairly standard synth, you know? It's got a lot of oscillators, it's got a filter, and it's got a bunch of effects and things to modulate it all. Uh, but using the whole colour thing makes you think a little bit differently and makes you treat it a little bit differently. I don't know if it would make me think or treat. The effects are very cool looking at the bottom, not that that should matter too much, but I think they look very cool. Um, you've got one One of them is represented by a drawn jellyfish. <laughs> no, I don't particularly like jellyfish. I don't care for jellyfish at all. But it looks pretty cool. Yeah, I, I, they've always given me the creeps, man. They are horrible. They Nature's live, biggest mistake. They live for like a million years each. Oh, really? That's true. Gross. Uh, the four effects, one is called Sunken, one is called Regular, one is called Bright, that's the jellyfish for some reason, and one is called Oceanic. I do not want to go into an abyss filled with jellyfish. Mm. This synth looks like a nicer prospect than that, though. Although I think you can select different things for each of these effects, because the first effect is now called Angel. No, oh, okay. Uh, I like the sound of angels. Some controls at the top, you've got pitch, cutoff, level, tune, resonance, pan, position across the horizontal bar, dirt, which is saturation, and EQ. Uh, and yeah, I don't know how many different sounds you can put on your bar, but I would like to be able to put as many as I can and just modulate between them all. So what do we think is under the hood of this? Is it like wavetable synthesis or uh, some FM stuff going on? I'm wondering if it's a bit more than just, say, an oscillator per colour, because they seem to be nice and... Uh, Harmonically rich. Yeah, they seem to be very evolving. Or is it sample, just sample it could be. It could be a bit like how biotech... Oh, yeah. Handled things, because that was very, like, organic and sample-y. But yeah, as you can hear, in a sonic sense, it's very much a kind of standard uh, synth capabilities. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It yeah. sounds like a decent synth. It sounds all right. Well, let's talk clams, buddy. Let's talk clams. So, they don't give away the main price, but the intro <laughs> price is... 77 clams. Okay. Uh, you get a 90-day trial of it, which I think is Ooh, pretty... pretty good. Pretty groovy. 90 uh, days in the abyss. Yeah, I don't think anyone's... I don't think it's going to make any practical difference because if you can work something out after a 30-day trial, 90-day tri trial is just the same. But I think it's going to make people more likely to download it knowing that they've got 90 days to get on with it. Well, the thing is, I'm sure you've been in the position where you've installed a trial 
And then after 30 days, you've been like, oh, shit, I haven't used that trial. Yeah. And it's um, some you call it up and it says, welcome to your free trial. And you're like, Phew. but yeah, otherwise, not so much. It's got polyphonic LFOs as well because of the whole MPE thing. I like polyphonic LFOs. Polyphonic? I can't even speak. Polyphonic acid. <laughs> What else? It's, it's, that's, I mean, I'm sure there's a bit more. There's a lot of uh, controller sources such as, you know, your aftertouch and your mod wheel and all sorts of stuff like that. Uh, otherwise, generally fairly basic to be fair, but the whole color thing and it's, it's way of putting things together and it's general aesthetic appeal make it quite aesthetically appealing. Fair enough, mate. I was more of a fan of FM, but, uh, oh, yeah, you, it's know, a, you do you. It's a powerful, uh, powerful as hell fm synth with 11 oscillators <laughs> this less so but yeah yeah it's very cute okay that's cool well yeah. enjoy uh swimming in the abyss with your jellyfish buddy unless you're colorblind then you're fucked bye <laughs> <laughs> Okay, here's where we bother you with, uh, hey, like, share, and subscribe. Uh, become a patron on Patreon. Yeah, do it. It's if, a good idea, right? If you go to uh, patreon.com slash A4P podcast, you can give us money in return for basically nothing. <laughs> wow, what an awesome deal. Yeah, you are a fantastic call to action, then. Uh, there is some extra stuff on there. There are extra full episodes. Not many of them. There are <laughs> there are a few videos, but really, it's about donating your money to us because we do this thing for free. And just in time to thank Curtis Larue, who uh, is uh, one of our newest patrons, and he's donating some Canadian dollars. Is that right? Don't give away his personal data. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Cut that. Cut that. No, <laughs> <laughs> we just leave it. In. <laughs> Elsewhere, you can find us on the Facebooks, the Twitter. I believe the Reddit is kind of potential to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything's really kicking. Slash A4B podcast. Or, you know, just go to A4Bpodcast.com. And if you want to donate but don't want to give us uh, them Patreon monies, you can do PayPal as well at A4Bpodcast.com. Yes, I mean, why would you give us money on a recurring basis? It seems insane. One-off donation, maybe, I guess. Yeah, I don't know if you can even do that on the website because... I haven't set that up. <laughs> oh, wow. This is a really professional outfit we're running. But hey, now. send PayPal clams to a4ppodcast at gmail.com. Thanks. I don't think anyone's going to do it. <laughs> okay, we got a new thing. Another new thing. It is called Capsule. It is by Sound Slates and uh, it is uh, endorsed and worked on. In part, by a friend of the show, Ruben Cornell. Oh, hey, Ruben. How's it going, buddy? Hey, man. How are you? <laughs> Ruben? He's not, he's not saying... Well, where is Ruben? he? He isn't saying anything. Where are you? Hello? Mm. No. So, Capsule is a plugin instrument, and it gives you access to a load of different instruments in one with simple controls and lovely graphics. Let's it looks have, a bit like Arcade by Output. It looks a bit like Arcade by Output, but hey... Why not? Why not? It looks nice. Let's have a look. So this is a pill that you pop in your mouth and you can make music. Is that right? No. Okay. This is the Arco Nuovo patch, which has what, like eight knobs, one big one. And... Ooh, I like this. You're just playing a few things on your keyboard and it's... You can change the sound slightly, but it's mostly done for you. This sounds great. Arco Classical, the emotive ensemble. That sounds awesome. 
because I don't want a load of complexity personally when it comes to this sort of thing. 80s analog hits. Oh, yeah. I don't know how 80s this is, but hey. Well, it sounds nice. It certainly gives me an 80s vibe, I'll tell you that. Each patch has one big knob, a few small knobs, and you can get a bit deeper with ADSR editing and uh, stuff like that. So is this some kind of subscription service? Well, that's the thing. It is. It is $9.99 US clams a month, and you basically get access to all the instruments, and they're going to keep uploading new ones uh, so you can have a play around with all sorts of things like this. This one is called Ether. Oh, yeah, it's very nice. The thing is, when it comes to subscription services, I worry what happens when it ends. I don't get to keep any of these, do I? No. That's annoying because these sounds are real nice. This is Black Ivory, which is a piano with strings. Controlled like brightness, bass, piano room, clean mm. mic mix. It, it sounds great. Who's making the sounds? Sound slates. <laughs> who, are they, who are they? Sound slates, Tim. <laughs> oh, okay, sound slate. Got it. I'm sure they're also made by designers, proper sound designers. Yeah, whoever's doing it is doing a wicked job. So you got all sorts of things like this. I'm not sure what's happening under the hood. Is it synthy? Is it sampley? I assume it's sampley uh, because... I think it's going to be samples, buddy. Yeah, you can't necessarily access that many of the controls, but you can access basic things like enveloping, which is, you know, what you wanted. Uh, electric piano. How do you like that? Convincing? I really like that. Um, it doesn't, doesn't sound super... It sounds more like a workstation electric piano than a real deal but that is sometimes what you want in a way this whole thing is quite workstation-y you know i love workstations buddy it's kind of the subscription workstation for the modern world music with no mercy grit that's just got one control called tone it's it's got its other controls as well actually yes cool so if you need to pull up a quick sound you can head to the capsule and you can grab something like Lamel. Ooh, times. Yeah. Percussive harmonic. This sounds like it's splice, but for workstation patches and not samples. Is that right? Pretty much, yeah. Imagine being able to grab any sort of sound you want, but actually play it like synth or a sampler. Mm, I'm just annoyed that everything's a subscription these days. It doesn't feel so bad when it samples because you can download and, and keep them. Well, let's, let's, be, let's be real here. They've yes, okay. they've done this inspired by Output Arcade. I think that's fair enough to say. And Output Arcade uh, is a very similar thing, but you sort of uh, play it with your white keys of your keyboard, and you can change properties with the black notes of your keyboard. Yeah, I like how this is simpler. Unless it seems like there's like less loop stuff. It's just patches. Yeah, it's true. But that the Output Arcade is more of a subscription thing, and that has done it incredibly successfully by all accounts but the reason for that is mostly because they advertise the living fuck out of it mm, they sure do um, it's everywhere as you've probably seen mm-hmm. and so of course they got some return on I thought <laughs> this is recital I thought it was called rectal <laughs> <laughs> essential electric grand well it's very smooth sounding so if you were going to stick something up yourself it might as well be this yeah. not going to cause you any internal trauma <laughs> God, that does sound luscious. It sounds great. And yet, this is very arcadey, but um, I'm pretty pro this if it's got a load of different sounds. Um, I don't see why not. Possibly needs 
a huge variety of synthy stuff. Well, how much stuff are they going to keep adding to it is the question. That's the question. No one can answer that yet. Uh, you can try it free. I wonder how long the demo period is. Is it going to be a month, I guess, if that's their, you know, bidding thing? Uh, 30 days free trial period. No, oh, there we go. So, yeah. Oh, you can purchase perpetual licenses. Oh. Yes. Okay. okay. 20 bucks. Now you're flipping squawking. Okay. Okay, I'm on. I'm on this. this good. <laughs> they they should do a little bit of like Rolling Cloud style, where if you've subscribed for a certain amount of time, you get to. Do you know, I prefer this. It's just no fucking around. Just give us twenty bucks. That is the. You see, I want a straightforward, transparent business model where I don't have to get out a calculator yeah. to work out if using this thing is going to bankrupt me or not. I am going to try this out. Okay, it looks great. Good. I it, I wonder how much you can do to trial the things that you don't have access to if you're not subscribed and not in the trial period. Like, can I see how this capsule sounds? For me, I, hey, look, James, I am a big baller. If I'm going to spend the time to muck about with something, I can afford the ten dollars to do just activate the subscription for a bit. I reckon. I guess so. so. Activate the subscription, check some things out, and mm. choose which you're buying. I was lukewarm on this until I saw that you could just buy them straight up. That has really sold me on it. Excellent. There you go. So, I mean, I wonder if we can find a literal list of all the capsules. Let's do it. That is the kind of boring content that I come to this podcast for. It's what have endorsed, we got? It's endorsed by Brett Washington as well. I don't know who Brett Washington is. You don't know who Brett Washington is? (laughs) I don't know who Brett Washington is. Browse the catalogue. There you go, you mean. Oh, browse their catalogue. Did he say that that monosynth one had 64 different sounds in it? Oh, you've got to sign up to browse. We're not not doing that level of journalism. Browse the catalogue. No, I'm doing that level of journalism right now. Oh, my God. I'm going to just drink some tea while you do that. Okay, we're in the catalogue. Hang on one second. I'm logged in as Tim. I'm in the catalogue. Capsule catalogue. Okay. <laughs> so what have, we, what have we got here? How much can we scroll? We have Onyx. 64 sounds included in this. Black as the night. <laughs> as black as Onyx. I like these noises. I assume you don't get the drums, but hey, Arco Classical. Arco Classico. That's 64 patches for 20 buckaroonies. That's good, man. 80s analog hits, we got that Thunderdome, Solid Gold, Monochrome. I wonder if that's a monophonic synth? You gotta hope so. Oh yeah. So they've got 16 modules so far. Ether, Lamel, oh, basically all the modules that are in the video are the ones that are available right now. Neon. Synthwave. Hell yeah. Grapevine. Oh, that's that lovely uh, road sort of thing. Oh. Yes, baby. You heard that through this grapevine. <laughs> and, of course, rectal. Mmm, delicious. Ah. Oh. really makes me wish that I could play keys. Well, you can't, and you never will be able to. <laughs> True. Uh, okay, are you going to try this out? I am. Um, it seems like I know at least one person involved with it, so I'm probably a bit prejudiced, but I think it sounds great. Excellent. Let's check it out. You check it out in the meantime, and we'll report back in the future. Yeah, maybe I will.